this year we've seen already four times the average land mass that burns in a wildfire season. We've seen four times that already this year. And we're not done. That's the scary part. Um, so, you know, if it's true that we're going to continue to see wildfires like this, what do we need to do? How can we get better at not only predicting them, but handling them? And how can technology help us with that? We're going to talk about all of these things with Hossein Bonakdari, who is an assistant professor of engineering at the University of Ottawa. He studied artificial intelligence and machine learning for more than a decade. And he's going to tell us how that can apply to this situation. Uh, Hossein, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Hi, Shay. Thank you for having me. So, I mean, like I say, this has been just an unprecedented wildfire season, right? And not just, you know, Alberta, not just Canada, but right around the world, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, just, uh, you know, I should uh, modify, you know, your number right now. We are five times of the norm. Five now? Okay. Today, you know, as you mentioned, the situation is unbelievable, at least even for the scientists. You know, right now, we got 12 point half million hectare burned during of this year in Canada. And just again for your information, right now more than 600 fires are out of control. This is the situation we are on it. And we're, I mean, there's still, there's still a good deal of time left. We will see more wildfires. We know that. That's a certainty before this wildfire season is behind us. Exactly. You know, we believe, you know, it continue. And again, if I want to show what we and what will be happen to us, you know, I, I believe we can lost at least 4% of forest during of this year in Canada. Nationally, 4% of our national forest area will yeah. be lost this year? Yeah, exactly. You know, because right now we got 12.5 million hectares at this time. I believe we can get at least, at least 15 million hectares by the end of August. That means 4% of our forest for this year. Um, and it's expected that this year, I mean, like we say, it, it may not be as bad next year, maybe worse the year. We don't know, but we know that this kind of intense wildfire situation is, is with us to stay, right? Yeah, you know, unfortunately, we are in the loop. I can say, you know, I named it for the first time in the world. We are in the positive feedback in action. That means, you know, right now, uh, without the most important, and we believe the green gas emission is human activity, you know, like fossil fuel, etc. But right now, the amount of CO2 that goes to the atmosphere was changed. You know, at least I can say is four times more than the, the, the previous years. Again, these gas act like a blanket, trapping heat from the sun and causing air's temperature to raise. At the same time, you know, for this year, we are in this phase of El Nino of atmosphere and globally, you know, this is something, you know, natural in the air and comes, you know, every two, three years. And right now, again, I can say the superposition of El Nino with the CO2 CO emission from the wildfire, certainly we will face with the crazy winter during of this, this winter. And most importantly, next summer should be the worst summer, I can say, 
we will see in the future. It's a really interesting point. You're the first one I've heard make this, Hossein. Uh, when we when we talk about carbon emissions and we talk about pollution and all the rest of that stuff, just we've all lived it. If you if you're in Canada this summer, you have had a day where pollution has been worse than anywhere else on the planet because of the wildfires. So they've created their own situation where they're making things worse in the future based on what they're doing today. That's I, I never even thought of it, but it makes perfect sense. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. This is the, 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 the situation, you know, with the methane and the other, you know, uh, air pollution parameter and due to the impact of wildfire, etc. You know, this is something I can say again and again, superposition of all the parameters that can lead us to the, the two a really, you know, bad situation about the, I can say about the temperature, I can say about the extreme event in the world. Extreme event means, you know, we, I can say this is not only drought. This is something like, you know, flooding mm-hmm. and many natural hazards in future during of summer and during of winter as well at the same time. Now, you... Uh, deal with, as we said, artificial intelligence, machine learning. I've spoken with some people in California who are starting to use this. What's your vision of how we can start to deploy this incredibly powerful technology in this particular area? Exactly. You know, just let's start to, 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 to think about the wildfire. For us, you know, the recipe for the wildfire is simple. You know, we need three ingredients. First, vegetation, and we call it like a fuel. The second terms for us is ignition. You know, this is maybe the Canadian people or lightning, you know, because we have two important sources of ignition. And the next item is hot, dry, and windy weather. That means, you know, right now we know all the important parameters that can cause the problem of wildfire. And machine learning or artificial intelligence can help us to find and to predict the possibility of wildfire for the today, the probability, and the prediction for the next day, that means tomorrow. And right now we have several available tools, but the accuracy of these tools need to be improved for to have an accurate, accurate I, I can say, prediction for the next day. You know, AI is model is really some. You know, we want to 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 use to and to find the pattern of previous and historical data set and to say something about the future. If I want to 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 be more co- concentrated about the application of AI right now with with a, 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 with a team of colleagues from Hawaii University, and we develop uh, a model with high resolution AI model. To, 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 to indicate the risk of uh, fire, wildfire for the, the island of Hawaii. You know, this is something, and we did it for the Hawaii, and we can apply again, and we, we can develop something more, I can say, accurate for the Canadian people. Are we using this anywhere? Have we seen this? Are, are we seeing anywhere around the world that is starting to use some high-tech approaches to, as you say, predicting and then helping with where we need resources to try and fight these fires? Exactly. Yeah. You know, just, you know, I can say, you know, if I want to summarize again about, you know, for the, the, the Canadian, about the wildfire, as I mentioned, we have three, we need three ingredients right now. 
we can detect the weather that's all light, you know, I don't know, minimum temperature, maximum temperature, etc. And this is available. And sometimes we need to have uh, information about the land features and again, everything is ready. Land use types, again, we know that. And by having all these parameters like a source of the, the data, we can use and we can develop machine learning with the high accuracy as we applied for the Hawaii Island with the accuracy of 250 meters. And with this resolution, we are able to talk about the possibility of the wildfire in different areas. Interesting stuff. And I mean, this could change because like you say, we're, we're going to be dealing with this. We're going to be battling this and this could be a very important tool going forward. Exactly. And you know, even if I want to, 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 to give you more information about the application of AI, you know, just right now I can say AI, not only for prediction, but also for the other things can help us. You know, just you can consider the prediction is one part of the work. We can use for prevention as well, for the response and recovery as well. And I named in PPRR, means prevention, prediction, response, and recovery. For all these four parts, we can benefit from the, the, the advantage and from the, 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 from the, the power of the AI to answer all, all these challenges, and we can close the problem with the wildfire forever. You know, we should remember if fighting fires, every second counts, you know, quick and effective response is critical. And this is the, the approach and we can use and we can, uh, we can attack to the problem of wildfire for the, the Canadian uh, territories, I can say. Great idea. I look forward to it. Thanks very much, Hossein. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for having me. Just, I don't know if I have two minutes, you know, sure. again, I found something I should share with you. Sure. You know? Right now, you know, in the Alberta, I checked the, 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 the news. Uh, today, we, ha- we reported two wildfires in the area. But at least, you know, something I should insist about it, you know, five, 50% of new wild land fires were caused by human action. You know, this is a stark wake up call, you know, and we need to have immediate action to, to, to at least to, to control the, human action regarding of the wildfire. Yeah, I agree with you. We've got, we all got to pull together on this because it's uh, everything we can do to help. We need everybody focused on yeah. trying to help out here. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Hussein. Appreciate it.